Hi, this is Russ Hackman. Coming up next on the Wall Street Sweeper, the banking sector is under pressure again as the Fed keeps interest rates high, which may trigger more bank failures. We're continuing to focus on how to protect hard-earned gains in a year where many risks are still out there. It all starts now. And now, the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street and in your financial life from the offices around Boston, which one's convenient to you? Downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham, the offices of Hackman Wealth Partners, and this is the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman, president of this firm. We know the team, though. We know uh, two important members of the team, Clear here and Jack Young. Clear's on the show later, but Russ Hackman, 25 years in the financial industry, and Russ and Clear and Jack and the team helping navigate people to and through retirement. Russ, early years on Wall Street trading desks. And Russ, of course, it's big game weekend and everybody's all <laughs> yeah. excited about that. The Taylor Swift uh, show. You know, Kelsey show. <laughs> yeah, and I guess she's jetting in from Tokyo. And mm-hmm. there's some people that are sort of getting tired of the whole thing and and whatever. But, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I think it's, you know, whatever. It's nice to have a story besides, you know, Standard. We need a little diversion. Yeah, know, sometimes the you know that. all the football. I mean, how many how many hours of like pregame football shows can you stand? Like, let's throw in a little Taylor Swift. It's not all bad, you know. Right, right. <laughs> well, um, you you mentioned something about the banks getting, uh, and I'm interested in your take on that. But just what's your take on the markets overall for this week? Well, but, you know, it's been a pretty good start to the year. I mean, overall, most of the market indices are up, um, you know, 3 to 5%. Uh, the Dow uh, is underperforming a little bit more like 3%. We've seen some dividend, you know, kind of some interest rate sensitive sectors like utilities, dividend paying stocks. You know, we have some of those in our portfolios um, in addition to some of the uh, growth um, growth positions and some of the dividend stocks, even though they're continuing to pay healthy yields, been underperforming as the Fed looks like they're keeping interest rates maybe higher for longer. There's going to be fewer cuts than people expected. So what you've been kind of seeing is, you know, reasonably healthy earnings in the markets. Most people, if you look at your portfolios this year, what you'll see is your stock funds mostly up. Your bond funds, if you have any of those, because you haven't been listening to me, I'm sorry, a little tongue in cheek, <laughs> but it's true. If you have, yeah. if you if you have any of those bond funds, they are down on the year. Uh, some of the big ones are down another like four percent this year. So, um, really, not a great place for uh, safe money bond funds. Um, that's a real theme of this show. Uh, we like our safe money elsewhere. We'll continue to talk about that. You know, the when you talk about the banking sector, so again, the story is the Fed now, you know, you've had this big swing in markets swing around a lot on what's the Fed going to do, right? And if you remember, ever since last year, first half of last year was straight up, and then the second half of the year was bouncing all over the place and ended up strong as as sort of sentiment was shifting around what's the Fed going to do. And more recently, the you know Chairman Powell's been saying, "Well, you know, we may not be so so quick to cut rates." And again, if you it, it's been my view, which I'm not saying is a you know to me it's kind of obvious that hey, this guy is the one. Inflation happened on his watch, so he ain't going to cut rates. 
until he's really sure that inflation is not going to be another right. problem because otherwise they're going to write, you know, his his epitaph is going to be like, hey, first guy to let inflation get out of control since, you know, the 80s. Right. So believe me, these these folks in Washington, you know, sometimes you wonder what they do care about. But <laughs> right. But what they you know, do care about is what's written about them for the long term. Did you read uh, what Jerome Powell said recently about being petrified of repeating the mistakes of one predecessor? Well, which one was he? Which one did you read about? Um, I mean, I know I that in the 70s, in the 70s, you know, when inflation was taking off in the early 70s, I do mm-hmm. know that. They kind of thought that um, inflation was gonna was coming back down, and then they started cutting rates, and it really got ugly that decade, as we all know. Uh, is that who he was talking about? I don't remember who the Fed chairman was then. You know, I was trying to pull. Uh, that's. I'll see if I can pull it up uh, to find out who specifically he was talking about. I uh, see. See if we can. But but yeah, he's he's nervous. To your yeah, point, and that is straining the banking sector. So there may be some smaller bank failures. I don't think that's anything, you know, for most of us to worry about, you know. Uh, but looks like some commercial lenders and some people continue to be hurt by uh, by high interest rates. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, as folks know, uh, we offer periodic opportunities for folks to give us a call. Get on our calendar. I've been seeing my my team and I have been seeing tons of people so far this year, and we're looking forward to many, many more for the rest of the year. Uh, come and see us for that second opinion complimentary financial plan. Next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. Quick clarification. It was actually Steve Eisman, a uh, big short investor, who, who was speculating Jerome Powell is vague on rate cuts because, and you were right, Paul Volker, uh, Volker is who he's saying he's petrified of repeating the mistakes of Volker. All right, so huh. s- to schedule with Russ, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. And coming up, Clear Hare, Senior Vice President and Partner at Hackman Well. the Wall Street Sweeper helping you get a clear picture of your financial life. Dave Perkins with Russ Hackman and of course uh, Claire here joins in on the show now. Claire here is Senior Vice President and a big part of the team at Hackman, my partner at the firm, Hackman Wealth Partners. Uh, Well, Claire, we talk about at the end of these segments, the chance to come in, meet with you, Russ, Jack, the team. Uh, We're going to look behind the curtain a little bit at what it's like and also how you can meet because i know you've told me some people say well um why do i have to come in can i just meet on zoom what are the advantages i guess to coming in i know you make zoom available but what are the advantages of coming in in person sure you know we definitely feel that there's many advantages to meeting our clients in person especially in the first few meetings and again the different you know options are available if you really can't make it in person we will even come to your home if that's you know the only option or if you're elderly and can't travel we definitely take that into account but we you know we did a lot of meetings via zoom during covid like everyone else mm-hmm. um, and it worked pretty well and you know zoom is a great technology but it nothing replaces sitting in front of someone or sitting together and really getting to know the person mm-hmm face-to-face. And so we, we do want to say that, you know, our one of our biggest differences in terms of our firm versus a lot of other firms are that 
we are very good at client service. And most of the people that do come in often say they haven't met their advisor recently, or they've called them and they haven't gotten back, or that they're dealing with a you know sort of big box firm. And every time they call, they get a different person on the line. So they just kind of lack that general like communication with some someone that they really desire because Mm -hmm. they're dealing with their finances which you know what could be more important than that so we will you know go out of our way to meet people in person and we find that meeting people that way is a great way to start sort of the long trusting relationship that we at Hackman Partners have with our Heckman Wealth Partners have with our clients. And it certainly can be a long uh, relationship and partnership because retirement, especially if you're near retirement, it's longer than ever now. People are living longer. So I I think of these consultations as being extremely informative in many ways. Maybe if we've got a little time to break down some of the ways. You mentioned um, a couple of weeks ago, people having questions about their 401k uh, what about fees? Uh, are you able to point out fees, and does that happen most times? Or are people unaware of the fees they're paying? Yeah, so and that's one of the big things that we do try to help our clients with. And often they're not aware that if they're invested, for instance, in mutual funds, that there could be a mutual fund manager that's recommending a specific fund to their clients, and there's some hidden fees because there's some kickbacks involved. And it's very hard to spot that on your own. Now, we do send client statements to our analysis team, and they do a very good job of dissecting the different accounts and finding out exactly what fees are involved. And so we often point that out, and they're often very surprised. So we want to be as transparent as possible with our clients. So we obviously, you know, we have our fee structured a specific way, and it's very easy to understand. And we don't, you know, change our fees based on performance of accounts, etc. Some firms do do that. So we have a very straightforward way of dealing with fees when we do manage funds. But again, you're correct. People really don't know Mm -hmm. that they're often paying very high fees and they often don't really understand either, you know, what the different components of their accounts are. Is some of these, and that's one of those that I put in the category of wide-eyed moments uh, during this meeting with you, Claire. Right. Uh, Another would be the risk that they're in. Do you get some wide-eyed moments when you point out the risk that they're in? Oh, definitely. I mean, we have, you know, clients that come in and we'll, you know, aggregate their portfolios for them and say, gee, you know, did you know that your stock market exposure is, you know, 70% of your portfolio, but you're, you know, nearing retirement and you're bet you're, you know, ready to stop working and you're going to be, you know, reliant on the income that you generate from your assets. So, you know, this might be a bit too risky for you. So I think it's often something that, again, it's a combination of, you know, what are the, what are the client's financial objectives? We establish their risk profile up front and we make sure that whatever we come up with as a portfolio is definitely tailored to that individual. I know too that you your one of your many goals is to try to offer some relief for people coming in because it is overwhelming. Uh, they may be coming in strong asset wise, but not knowing how all these assets they have becomes what they need it to be in retirement. So that that's another part of these consultations that are it's quite informative. Yes, and so what our, we do drive towards our goal is to develop a complete financial plan for the rest of their life, however old they are at the moment until age 100, and make sure that they we can guarantee that they won't run out of money and that they have adequate income to live during their retirement. What about taxes? Are you able to point out any um, possible tax red flags and, and things that they can do proactively? Yes, and I think a lot of it has to do with you know understanding the tax code and what's happening right now. We do know that there's some 
tax rates that are going to expire at the end of 2025, and so that people would possibly be in a higher tax bracket as they move forward. So all those things are important to understand, and we really do try to get people to pay the minimum amount of taxes that they need to, and also protect you know that hard-earned money that they've saved over all the years. Yeah, uh, definitely, uh, and and to make it where they have that retirement that they deserve. There, there's so much that comes into play with retirement planning. So it's understandable that people could, and again, it, but going back to, it could be that you're perfectly fine financially. You've done a wonderful job and you're coming in with strong assets, but you could still feel overwhelmed because I don't know how to make this a retirement. <laughs> exactly. No, and I think most people are somewhat overwhelmed and some people are don't seem to be, but then they come in and they talk to us for a while and they, gee, I never thought of that. So yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing to make sure that you're not, you know, overly confident about what your portfolio is and what it can do and make sure that you have a second opinion on that. Russ says something to the extent of the turn off the TV plan. In other words, you don't have to stay glued to Fox Business or CNBC in a, in a constant panic, wondering about when the next what Russ calls Cat 5 storm is coming. Exactly. And people often mention that in our first meeting. I said, I want to come in and find out how to avoid the cat five storm. So <laughs> right. we try to do a good uh, job as we can. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that, you know, we pride ourselves on that we we are very, you know, serious about making sure that people save that hard-earned money that they have put together and make sure their portfolio stays intact. Well, I like the fact that the opportunities here every week to come in and really just it's some of your time, but well spent. Uh, no cost, no obligation to come in and, and sit down with the team at Hackman Wealth Partners. So we'll open the phones clear and make that available. Yes, and whoever has saved $500,000 or more in assets, not including their home or residence, please contact us because we'd love to give you a complimentary financial portfolio review at one of our offices. And it's at no cost, no obligation. Again, the next five, call in and schedule, and it will be very, I I think, entertaining even, informative, educational, uh, enlightening experience, and could get you feeling like a little bit better about being on that track, that path to retirement. Here's how you schedule, 617-674-2000, 674-2000. Thank you, Clear, and it is the Wall Street Sweeper. Much more of the show to come. Russ is back in the studio coming up. Well, it is uh, the weekend of the big game, and we do have a special feature on that coming up and more in this segment of the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and Russ, the clear jack of the team, all about helping you and starting out getting a clear picture of where you are in your financial life and a good direction in your financial life, and especially if you are near retirement. So you have... You know, now this, you have this clip, right, that you're going to yeah. play and you're going to introduce it. But I it brings do. us, that not everyone knows, I'm originally from uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Don't have right. much of a, don't, and I'm a big fan of Dub Bears, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dub Bears. Bears. I brought my kids up <laughs> knowing, uh, there's some old, these old um, SNL clips back from the, you know, the, the super fans they have. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, remember, I remember they, that. Do you remember what the the Bears' favorite cheese is? Oh, gosh. Camembert. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, they just had some funny stuff with that. Yeah, back then, I remember those. I was 16 years old when the, when the Bears won the Super Bowl, and I will never forget it. 
And it's like oh, all the I Pats remember. fans will 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 not forget the first Brady Super Bowl, right? And well, obviously we played the Patriots when the Bears won in 1986, but I think it was pretty clear that the the Bears were going to win. But let's, you know, one of the most one of the characters from back then uh, was the fridge. Yeah. William, uh, William the Refrigerator Perry, right? And you, you got a yeah. little clip on him, right? Yeah, we put something together in honor of you being from Chicago. That one registered 3.8. Another Super Bowl record. The first refrigerator to score. <laughs> and the largest <laughs> running back ever to score. We're going to call this more of an unfortunate story. William Refrigerator Perry grew up in Aiken, South Carolina, along with seven brothers and four sisters. The refrigerator, noted for big eating and big drinking, he drank a couple of cases of beer after one college game. Uh, Perry played for Clemson. He rose to NFL fame in his 1985 rookie year for the Bears as the heaviest man in NFL history to score a touchdown off a set play. Of course, 1986, big year for the Bears, the year of the Super Bowl shuffle. You're looking at the fridge, I'm the rookie. I may be lost, <laughs> but I'm no dumb. You see me hit, you see uh, me run, when I kick and pass, we'll have more fun. I can dance, you will see the others, they all learn from me. I didn't come here looking for a trouble. And of course, Super Bowl victory on January 26th. What happened with the refrigerator after that? Well, he went on to play 10 more years in the NFL, retiring after the 94 season. After that, he had a variety of gigs and experiences, including boxing, wrestling, hot dog eating as a celebrity contestant in Nathan's hot dog eating contest, his stint as a rapper failed, as well as his attempt to market a line of barbecue sauce. Well, in and 2008, I think, Dave, I think we can I think we can cut in there and and uh, yeah, and I think he he ended up having some mental health problems. And, well, and what, drinking and yeah. but there have been some reports that he has is making somewhat of a comeback. I mean, we certainly hope the best for him. But uh, is that right? Oh, okay, good. I mean, there have been there have been mixed reports, but yeah, not not a not a great story after that eighty five win necessarily. Oh, I do just reveling in the glory for a second. Remember, he he actually carried Walter Payton into the end zone for for um, <laughs> Walter Payton rather uh, yeah. into the end zone, and that was Payton's you know long deserved. Um, you know, touchdown in a Super Bowl. So that was that was pretty amazing. So <laughs> I and, remember and I, that year. I, that was a uh, it was kind of a one hit wonder. Yeah, no, uh, it was. The, yeah. you know, it's funny. I I I ran into Mike Ditka at at in like a Admirals Club at the airport, and I said, "Hey, coach, you know, you, the Bears haven't been great since you know 1986, and you know, but he like Ditka, you might expect. He he gave me one of those like." I don't like talking to strangers kind of look. <laughs> that was about that. But Stop annoying Anyway, me. you know, I, I think it's, you know, for these athletes, it is all about planning. And we need to bring this segment to a close. It's just, a, you know, reminiscing about uh, reminiscing about Chicago. I don't think, not sure anybody, any, anybody learned anything about finance in this last few minutes, but it was fun. Uh, next five callers, though, can learn something by, about finance by giving us a call, coming in to see us. Get on our calendar, get a second opinion, get a complimentary financial plan. And 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Next five, no cost, no obligation. 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners. 
sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street, the clutter in your financial life, and helping you get a clear picture every week on this show, as they do even more specifically when you schedule with them, them being Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and the two big partners, Clear Hair and Jack Young and the team. The Wall Street sweeper continues. Russ, I'm always better when I have a checklist, whether it's a daily to-do list or anything like that, or before you go on a vacation. It's just more <laughs> right. efficient. And so we're looking at somewhat kind of opening with some of your thoughts on a good retirement checklist. Well, for checklists, you know, I like the big six retirement risks, right? So, I mean, number one on a checklist is just having a written plan, right? And so, you know, I think sometimes people wonder whether they need to make some changes uh, in their financial strategy if they've been doing it themselves or if they've had a certain kind of advisor or if they've had advisor they've worked with for a while, do you, you know, do you, should you be going out and interviewing someone else, like whether it's us or, you know, anybody else out there? The biggest thing is, do you have a written plan that addresses the major risks or the major factors in, yeah, I would call sort of wealth preservation, wealth growth and, and retirement financial planning do you have a written plan that addresses all of these things mm -hmm. and if all you've got basically is a portfolio particularly if it still has some bond funds in it and particularly if it has if you're in the retirement red zone and you're within five to ten years of retirement or you're in retirement and you have much more than 50 percent of your money in stocks you know unless you got 10 million dollars that's a different story uh but um you know, having more than 50% of your money in stocks, if you just have a portfolio and you got one of those standard reports from your advisor that says you're probably going to be okay or they tell you you're going to be okay, then that's not a written plan. And even if you are, do have $10 million, and we do have clients who have that much money, that doesn't mean you don't need to do financial planning because, mm. you know, it, it, there's still improvement that can be done in almost everybody's portfolio and financial plan. So when I talk about, okay, what's the right checklist? It's something that addresses the big six retirement risks. What are those? Well, you're not the first person to retire. So what are issues that other people have had, whether they had $500,000 or a million or two or three or five or 10 or 20? And what, you know, what has caused problems for people in retirement? And it's almost always one of these six things. You know, number one is not enough cash flow or sort of outliving their money. Number two is big market downturns. Those category five downturns that we talk about happen every five to 20 years. And Wall Street blows itself up and blows up Main Street, too. So that's number two. So you've got sort of outliving your money, cash flow. You've got market risk. You've got the tax man, particularly with required minimum distributions and other ways that the tax man can get you in ways that you can optimize your um, portfolio for tax-free income or tax or reduced tax income. You've got inflation that can get you. And um, obviously we've seen that one come back and you never know when it's gonna come back. You've got fees and underperformance. This is probably for those people out there wondering, like, do I need to get a second opinion from Russ or somebody else? Fees and underperformance is number one. And then the last piece of checking off, you know, what's my plan to address these big six retirement risks? The last piece of it uh, is 
How am I gonna fund long-term care if I need it? If you've checked off all those things and you've got a written plan that says, here's my plan for each and every one of these things, then you are prepared and you actually have a plan. And most people out there don't have one. So if you'd like to see from us, what it looks like, come in and see us. We'll tell you, here's how you should address the big six retirement risks. You got too much risk, not enough risk. Here's what you can do on taxes, fees, performance. Come in and see us. We'll give you our plan to address the big six retirement risks for you. And we're going to offer that on a complimentary basis to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. And this is to the next five. And it is to, at no cost and no obligation. And it will be a comprehensive review about you. Again, 617-674-2000. 617 617- Six seven four two thousand. Questions have been coming in, and Russ answers them straight ahead. from listeners answered by Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. And we're back into the Wall Street sweeper. How do you get a question to Russ? Someone with 25 years in the financial industry, the early years on Wall Street trading desk, you know, a lot of knowledge, uh, good answers to your questions. Well, you go to the website, hackmanwealth.com, hackmanwealth.com, and click the radio tab and say, hey, answer this on the show. Like Alan, who says, I hear you talking about annuities from time to time, but my current advisor is not not about annuities at all so why the contradiction well yeah it's, it's interesting you know people people have um different opinions on uh annuities in my upcoming book which is going to be called wall street is not your friend mm-hmm. now you can in general say that when people on wall street besides me <laughs> say something it's usually because they have an agenda i guess i have an agenda too but <laughs> and you're not on Wall Street anymore. <laughs> but we also have we also have um, you know we're we're pretty agnostic. We're fortunate to have a good business. Uh, we're fortunate to have people come in that you know some join us, some don't, and just they're our friends. And some people call us a couple years later, and you know we're not we, we tr- we're not we're definitely not product pushers. I can tell you that. And. Um, you know, most of the time when you hear a marketing message or a statement from Wall Street, um, there's an agenda, right? And so mm-hmm. even if I Google like um, annuities, you know, I'm going to see some some people saying, well, we want to sell you annuity. <laughs> and there's a lot of people say never buy an annuity, right? And yeah. the people that say never buy an annuity, uh, those folks, you know, Generally speaking, they have an agenda and their agenda is to sell you asset management services at a high price. And they're basically using every reason in the book to say you shouldn't buy an annuity because that means they're not going to get the assets. Now, annuities are, and I guess I'm turning this into a very long answer to the question, but it is a important topic. It's it's kind of complicated, you know. To well, break the it word down. annuity is as broad a term as the word life insurance and as broad a term as the uh, word uh, mutual fund. True. Right? And just like life insurance and mutual funds, there's great ones and there's lousy ones. Right? Mm -hmm. And the same is true of of an annuity. It's just a tool. 
An annuity, most people don't know this, annuities, a life insurance company, the big life insurance companies that are out there, you, you name the ones that you can think of, they are almost always in both the life insurance business, and everyone knows the basics of life insurance, and they're in the investment business. Why are they in the investment business? Because they can take your money in and usually offer some kind of guarantee. The guarantee is subject to their own financial strength, but they can offer a guarantee of principal, or they can they can offer a guarantee of income for life. And um, there's very there's ones with lots of expensive fees, just like there's expensive fee mutual funds, and there's lousy life insurance policies. And there's ones that are really good. Like I talk about, I like the annuities that are called fixed index annuities. They're principal protected. The fees all in, commissions, everything, uh, generally are below what uh, most asset managers who are out there saying you should never buy an annuity, what they're charging, if you look at sort of the all-in costs. And look, there's, there's, there's annuities out there that guarantee principal and say, hey, you can make up to 10, 11, 12%, depending on how the S&P does, right? And, mm -hmm. and the trade-offs for it are some liquidity uh, restrictions. There's nothing wrong with something like that. Or you can add to it like a, a when you start pulling money out of it, um, an income guarantee for life. So, you know, your your grandpa's Oldsmobile uh, annuities that, again, sometimes you hear scaremongering about, uh, like once you give them your money, you can never get it back. Or if you die, they keep it all. That, 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 that doesn't really exist anymore. Right. So. In any event, we're not here to say, you know, annuities for everyone, but I really don't like, you know, one of my major pet peeves is people that, you know, say one thing like don't buy an annuity. It's like you're just pushing your own agenda. Like, can, you just, broad please, brush too, yeah. can you just please, right. you know, have it's almost like the, it's almost like politics these days. Right. People are have a really tough time even having a discussion about it. Right. Uh, and it's like if you can't talk about the pros and cons of things like annuities or things about managed assets or individual stock picking or mutual funds or bond funds, and you can't talk about things that are sort of pro and con about anything, then you're not really having an intelligent conversation. No, that's true. And <laughs> no, actually, a, a good comparison there. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, even you know, we, you know, in our society, to some extent, like people, if you just people are disagreeing with people, they just they're like, you, you're insane. I, I can't, you know, it's like I. There why are can't gray I, areas in life. Why can't I listen to somebody who has a different point of view as me and say, hey, I, you know, I, okay, so you think that? I mean, I, I, may, I may totally disagree with it. But I should be able to calmly say, right? That's uh, what makes oh, life I, uh, interesting. I understand that that's your point of view, and it's different mm -hmm. than mine. But you know, I don't have to, you know, go all red in the neck and fly off the handle, right? And I guess mean, what? I'm still going to like you, even if you don't agree with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? Uh, I know. I I'm with you there on that everyone, definitely everyone needs to chill everybody <laughs> does take the pill the chill pill exactly. uh, hackmanwealth.com and i want to mention too at that website if you click radio you'll have access to the podcast and you can scroll and listen on demand and read a little uh you know write up on each one of the wall, uh, wall street sweeper podcast with radio tab to click to get your question to russ here's one from john i think we got, can get john in i have a long-term illness and i'm worried about my savings being 
eaten up by long-term care costs and leaving my wife without assets. How can I protect our assets? Well, that's a, a great question and one we see a lot. Um, it gets into estate planning. We've talked about estate planning is one of those things that's an easy can to kick down the road. And looking at things like asset protection trusts, uh, you can take a look at that. We help people with those. We're not attorneys, but we work closely with attorneys. So you can look at that. On the other hand, sort of word of caution, it's not like, hey, move all your assets out of your name because then I want to be, you know, the state will take care of me, uh, you know, Medicare or whatever the state, you know, name for it is in individual states. You know, that means you're going to be treated as, a, as an indigent person. And that's, you know, that's not exactly how you want to be treated, right? Because I mm-hmm. think that tr- that treatment is going to continue to get worse. In any event, we love answering these questions. Feel free to, get, you know, send one in through the website. Come in and see us. Ask your direct questions. We'll give you our opinion. There's no pressure at all. Uh, and we love meeting so many people uh, every week. Let's offer uh, another chance, Dave, to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. Yeah, get on the calendar. Here's how you do it. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. And next five at no cost and no obligation. Coming up, Russ talks about some real-life listener situations. Every week on this show, Russ Hackman and the team help give you a clear picture of your financial life. But definitely, if you sit down with Russ and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners, well, they could dig a little deeper, get a little more specific. It is the Wall Street sweeper. Russ Hackman, president of this firm, 25 years in the financial industry. And Russ, Claire, Jack, and the team, if you're near retirement, that is an area of focus for them. So they can help with that navigation process. Russ, you share with us, as well as Claire and Jack, how you do help people with case studies. Very relatable. And I know you have another one planned for us today. Yeah, I've done this a couple times, like the theme of uh, just kind of sharing a bunch of different kind of vignettes because, you know, they're always impacting me, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout the week. There's so many people I talk to every week, uh, clients uh, and friends, uh, old and new. You know, we're constantly doing for those clients that we've had for a while, we do every three, six, nine, 12 months, whatever, you know, folks want to do. We do periodic reviews like, hey, we had a plan. How are we doing? And by the way, if you're in a situation where you barely talk to your advisor, that's not a great situation because I always try to bring to the conversations I have with our clients like, hey, here's what I like in terms of what's going on with our plan. Here's what I don't like. There's always room for improvement, right? So, um, you know, lately I've been looking at some of our dividend stocks. They've been underperforming. What do we do about that? Do we reallocate towards more growth? Is this, you know, maybe this is the time. It's it's interesting if you look at like dividend stocks, Dave, uh, and for our listeners versus the S&P 500 or like more growth stocks. They're almost the exact opposite. So in other words, like if you look at the market, the biggest stocks out there or the biggest drivers of the S&P 500 are, are of course, you know, the big technology companies, right? Technology is still like 25% of the S&P. Some of these major stocks like Apple and whatnot, uh, Microsoft, I mean, some of them are several percentage points of the S&P 500, right? Hmm. 
they're generally growth stocks. They're, they trade at premiums. They don't pay a lot in terms of dividend yield. And the total opposite of that is probably like a utility, which traditionally those pay good dividends. Mm -hmm. And so anything that's like a good dividend payer has gotten beaten up, especially recently, as it seems like the Fed is not going to be so quick to cut rates because the higher regular interest rates are, the less, relatively speaking, valuable dividends are. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. anyway, so, you know, we meet with people, we periodically, you know, look at what needs improvement. As, as I get into a couple of these vignettes, I want to you know, kind of break it into a couple of different areas. You know, one is there's what I call like the financial planning side of what we do, uh, which is here's your portfolios. Here's how we think it should be allocated. Here's how we think that we can make your money last. If making your money last isn't concerned because you got more than enough money, there's other priorities around taxes, getting money into Roth accounts, estate planning, so on and so forth. So, you know, the, the components of actually putting together a financial plan for us, I want to walk through it a little bit but as people try to get a sense of, hey, what's it like to actually do the right kind of planning? It's first of all, look at what do we have now? What's our raw material? What's our asset allocation, stocks, bonds, cash? So we dig into those. We dig into statements. We look at fees. We look at performance. And then the question is, should the asset allocation be changed? Do we need to increase our cash flow? In fact, if we have too much cash flow, do we need to decrease our cash flow to cut down on our taxes? There's so much to putting those financial plans together. And then on top of that, there really is the human side to it. And I talk about that periodically. But at the end of the day, you really want to have you know, the right financial advisor. They could be, there are good financial advisors in a lot of different places, including at big firms. It tends to be a pretty individual relationship, right? So mm -hmm. you have a person and that person there, and I, by the way, I don't believe that person can be someone who's like on the other end of an 800 number or someone who's turning <laughs> right. over, you know, every few years. That, you know, my little anecdote that everyone by the time they're 85 needs a few good people in their lives, right? Good yeah, mechanic, absolutely. good doctors, and I think a financial planner <laughs> you can trust. And by the way, you can't, you can't hire one when they, when you're 85 because it's, it's a little late to figure out who can, who you can trust for, mm -hmm. without, without any offense intended to the 85-year-olds uh, out there. It's a real human relationship. And, and to me, there's been a lot of interaction I've had just in this last week that just reminds me of the importance of the human side of it. To me, it is you know the part I appreciate the most, and the intellectual side of investments you know, is interesting, right? But, I, you know, I thought that was cooler when I'm younger. Now that's just a means to an end. The end is making your money last, making, you know, protecting a legacy, but also making sure that you have a trusted person who's there. Again, I'm not the only person that can do this. Obviously, my staff or my team, Jack and Claire can do it. There's other firms that I'm sure are good at this too. But the last week has reminded me, you know, there's a couple meetings I had where, you know, folks facing long-term illnesses where they're at the beginning of cognitive decline and knowing that they are. And it's like, you know, this is a big deal, right? And we're just starting to work with them. Forming that relationship, when someone says to me, Russ, I want to work with you and 
Um, you know, I'm going to be in cognitive de- decline. I need my spouse protected. I mean, to me, there's, there's no greater responsibility than that because I know our client may not be able to advocate for themselves and wants to make sure their loved ones is are, are protected, right? And then we're doing estate planning to make sure that if any costs are drained away, that there's some assets left for, you know, the people that are still here. Um, you know, I've dealt a lot. Unfortunately, we, you know, when you have a lot of clients, you have deaths every year. Uh, all kinds of crises. And I feel like I've dealt with a lot of those uh, recently helping clients uh, navigate those. And, you know, I've kind of been bouncing around in this segment, like kind of sharing some stories. But to me, um, you know, my greatest fulfillment is, uh, you know, being there at the other end of the phone, the other end of the text, whatever it is, you know, something's going on in my life. I need to make sure my finances are the last thing I got to worry about. That's what we're all about. Yes, we're good at the financial side of things, but the human side, the ability to pay attention, the business model that allows us to provide a lot of service, that's what gives, you know, that's what gives me the most fulfillment. Um, and if you'd like to come in and talk with us about, you may not need that now, but I think eventually everybody needs that, right? Somebody who they know they can put their trust in and, and know that they're, you know, going to do well by you. There's not going to be some profit maximizing person on the other end of the phone. That's just thinking about how to make a buck, right? Let's offer another chance, Dave, to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more. Come in and meet us. Uh, We'll talk to you about how we could potentially be uh, your financial partner for life. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, do we have to tune into the Taylor Swift show this weekend? a clear picture of your financial life every week right here the wall street sweeper russ hackman is president of hackman wealth partners offices around boston so there's one convenient to you to come in and get a clear picture of your financial life in downtown wakefield hingham and waltham well this is the the weekend of the big game and I say the big game kind of sarcastically, Russ, <laughs> only because there's been a lot of confusion, especially with radio people, on whether they can say the SB word, you know, the name of the sporting event that takes place this weekend. Because uh, the and NFL so they, owns it because they're going to yeah. come after you. And a lot of it I is mean, tied in with, and understandably, uh, because I'm sure a lot of people said, you know, uh, businesses, we want to have the... Um, you know, and, t- and would tie that trademarked name into their promotion, which you cannot do. Uh, oh, right. But it created a right. lot of confusion. But, but anyway, you know, also- I'm not going to say I'm the official <laughs> financial advisor of the NFL because I am not. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> Russ is not. <laughs> there probably uh, is one of those. Nor is he for Taylor Swift, although he'd probably like to be. Uh, yeah, you know, they, but you know how they have those, like, you know, it's almost like the, the official lava lamp of the NFL. Like, yeah, I don't think yeah. they're doing that. But yeah, uh, the question yeah. is, um, yeah, so, whether yeah, you'd yeah, like yeah. to be Taylor Swift's financial advisor. Well, I guess it's her dad. Right. I think he was a financial advisor. Was he? Uh, before she got famous. And now, okay. I, you know, I guess he's I guess he's got one client. Right uh, now, apparently. I guess she makes like five million bucks a day. She's doing a good job. Or, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, there's one. I think she's made some money, and I presume he's he's doing something smart with it. But you know, I guess she's you know, I mean, has has anyone made a billion dollars before as a vocalist? I mean, she. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. I Although, mean, aren't we getting it? to the point where a billion is a billionaire? Are we there yet? Where a billionaire's yesterday's millionaire? Is it that no. prevalent? No. Not there yet. Huh? Okay. <laughs> There's only a few thousand in the world. Okay. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, at this rate, I mean, what she's in her 30s, right? So, I mean, she's going to be many, 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 many times uh, billionaire. She is. Right? She's incredible. I, I know there's, a, yeah. you know, some people are tired of her, but you have to admire and respect what well, it's going to be fun to watch the uh, watch the game later. And, uh, you know, it's also fun to see these, you know, speaking of finance, these uh, companies that are paying, you know, like, what are they, like $6 million a minute or something, right? It's, it's, it's <laughs> to, insane. To advertise. So, I mean, I yeah. think that's interesting. It really is a cultural phenomenon. So, you know, let's let's definitely all enjoy it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Enjoy the rest of the day. Don't, you know, I, well, you can't say don't eat too much because that's hopeless, right? right. But uh, let's all enjoy the rest of the weekend. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll count calories next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let's offer one final opportunity, Dave, to our callers, uh, next to our listeners, next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. Come in and see us. Uh, in one of our four offices around Boston. And that would be downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham, 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Next five, no cost, no obligation. We will see you next week here on The Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman, Claire Hare, and Jack Young are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, a registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare, Jack Young, and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Indexed or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investment and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, or surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of commission and or other compensation, such as a percentage of the organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A Item 4, for additional information.